Look at them, madame. Have you ever in your entire life seen anything so beautiful? I'm sorry, I don't know anything about stamps. This is the gentle art of philately, otherwise known as stamp collecting. Stamp collecting happens when we dream together. Live from another one and just me sitting here, this is the award-winning stamp show here today. Episode, I'm uncertain as to when this is going to go up. So... Brought to you by the Southern Nevada Philatelic Research Center, a nonprofit 501c3 corporation for the advancement of philately. This is Cash, just me. So I wanted to do economic talk again because uh, I got two emails from people. And I wanted to answer them just, you know, because they deserve to be answered. So I got an email about all this, the inflation talk and everything we're talking about being Trump's fault. And generally speaking, we do not address the politics of, like, the presidents on the podcast. But I wanted to address this because his voice was not the only one I heard about this. I understand that people don't like Trump. Not a problem. I don't like any politician. So, you know, you can add Trump to the list of 1,000 politicians I don't like. But this has nothing to do with Trump. This is the Federal Reserve. And what the Federal Reserve does is it monetizes debt. So if Congress spends $2 trillion on the advancement of stamp collecting, they don't have the money. They don't print money. They don't do anything. So what they do is they say, okay, we're going to give $2 trillion to helping out stamp collectors. Well, they issue $2 trillion worth of bonds. If nobody buys those bonds, there is no $2 trillion for stamp collectors. The Federal Reserve was always supposed to be the big guys in the room who knew what was best for the economy. They were supposed to be non-political, not related to any party, and this was the way it was for generations. But recently, and it started probably around 2001, the Federal Reserve just started in 2001 to start getting political. They started looking at, you know, what they could do to uh, not just help the economy, but help the political side of what's going on. Well, now there's no guise of, any independence anymore. They are straight political. So that $2 trillion for the advancement of stamp collecting, the Federal Reserve just buys the debt and issues the dollars. In the past, they'd say, no, not interested. Today, whatever Congress does, they buy the debt. And that's why the Federal Reserve has purchased so much debt. So far, We have had six months of inflation numbers, and they're almost always topping the highest end of estimates. In July, reported inflation was 5.4%. You probably all saw this on the news. But if you annualize that, we're going to be way over 7%. Again, this is only five months of numbers. And just as a reminder, in the 1970s, when the government freaked out and Nixon put price controls and price and wage uh, caps 
that was 4%. 4% inflation. We are now officially at 5.4% inflation. And as you know, if you listened to the prior emails podcast on Stamp Show Here Today, that inflation number today is not calculated the same way as it was in the 1970s. If it was, then the rate reported wouldn't be 5.4%. It would today be somewhere around 7% or above. So the second email we got was kind of a, it, it was related to all the prior emails of don't buy stamps for investments. And to which my answer was, don't buy stamps. I agree, don't buy stamps for investments, but stamps are a great way to accumulate wealth. So while you may not be investing, you're at least putting money into a savings account, which is your stamp collection. But, okay, there's inflation. So what? You know, what what happens? What do we do? Well, I will tell you what I am doing. I generally spend, in any given month, between, let's say, 500 bucks and $1,000 on stamps. And I'm at the high end, you know. Most of the listeners here are maybe in the $1 to uh, $300 a month or less. But what I am doing is, I am right now during this period not buying any of the cheap stuff that I normally would and the limited higher value stuff is what I'm concentrating on. So if I go to a stamp show and I have 200 bucks in my pocket, a normal time I'd spend $100 of it on bulk stuff, you know, lots of collections and lots of stamps and stuff like that. And then the other hundred bucks, maybe I'd buy two stamps for $50 each. So I'd get two valuable stamps and a whole bunch of other stuff to play with. Well, what I am doing, my strategy has changed to where I'm not buying that bulk stuff. I'm not buying all that cheap stuff. So instead of buying a bunch of stuff for $100 and then two stamps for $50, I'll buy two stamps for $50 and then two more stamps for $50. I want want to put as much money as possible right now into the higher value items. Higher value items have always done well. And the lower value items are worth the same as they always have. You know, Scott's catalog uh, has a minimum price now of, I think, 35 cents. Those stamps have always been cheap. So they're not really a good store of value, but they're fun. You know, you play with them. Well, I have enough stuff to play with right now. So my strategy, and again, this is my crystal ball. Yours can be totally different. And The news talks about all sorts of stuff, how uh, the inflation is transitory and as the supply chains all open up again and everything, you know, the inflation is going to temporarily be up and then it's going to be down. I agree, but there's a lot of inflation which is not going to go away. 
I mean, we put trillions of dollars into the economy. Unless we increase production by trillions of dollars, which there's no reason why we would. I mean, you know, you have to compare pre-COVID to today. So in 2018 versus 2021, we've put about $4 trillion in the economy. We have to increase production by $4 trillion. We don't have to increase it from the COVID level. We have to increase it from the pre-COVID level. And that's not going to happen. You know, technology isn't advancing where there's going to be a bunch more production. So what I foresee is for the next couple years, I'm going to spend my money on high-end stuff. You know, U.S. number ones and Great Britain number ones and Zeppelins and dollar value Colombians and dollar value Trans-Mississippis and and uh, really high quality stuff. And then after a couple of years when inflation is just kicking everybody's butt, then I'm going to stop buying the expensive stuff. And I'm going to go back into buying junk lots, stuff to play with. So that is my strategy. I will have a lot of valuable items in the beginning of the inflation cycle. And at the end of the inflation cycle, I will have stuff that doesn't really have any real value, but there's not going to be any crash on it either. So here's why I have this strategy. If you look again at 1973 to 1982, which is the time period we're talking about, nine, nine years of really high inflation. Well, if you had a stamp in 1973, in 1982, it was worth about four times more. It had gone up in value by 400%. Inflation went up by 250%. And again, check these numbers out. Go to the CPI. If you had $100 in 1973, to buy the same amount of stuff, you'd need $250 in 1982. But you wouldn't be able to buy the same amount of stamps because stamps went above inflation. They increased 400%. So stamps were a great store of value and actually were a great investment if you want to invest. And I know a lot of people who did. But here's the catch. Stamps went not from, you know, whatever they started at. If you had $10,000 worth of stamps, they went to $40,000. But it wasn't a straight line. They went up to $90,000. You, They went up 900% at the peak, nine times. And if you bought stamps at the peak, they dropped 500 points, basis points, down to their 400 level. So if you bought it 900%, if you bought a stamp at $900 at the peak of the market, when it all settled out, it was worth $400. You lost $500. That's what I want to avoid, obviously. So, so do, I guess do all of you. 
And again, this is this was a nine-year process. So I think that my strategy for me fits because I get to get some valuable stamps that are going to go up in value. And then after a couple of years, when I'm buying cheap stuff, it doesn't matter if it crashes. It's my fun. It's what I play with. So if I buy $200 worth of stamps and they go down to $100, I got way more than $100 worth of fun out of them. So that's not a biggie. However, if I bought a $1,000 stamp, a single $1,000 stamp to fill a spot in my album, and it went from $1,000 down to $400, that would uh, upset me, to say the least. So those are the two emails that we got that I wanted to address from an economic standpoint. Again, I really like doing these little economic snippets. Um, I'm going to try to do one like once a month, once every other month, uh, because as a collector, there are things that you need to know about how to collect stamps and how to soak off hinges and how to identify stamps and how the auctions are doing and all that stuff. But you also need to know the market setting where you're buying and selling your stamps in. And so uh, I've had some good feedback. Again, not meaning to uh, insult anybody. If you want to blame it on Trump, have a ball. I have no problem with it. If you want to buy, blame it on Biden, feel free, you know, whatever. I will say that Biden has nothing to do with this. This all happened before Biden. Um, if you want to blame Obama, you know, feel free to. But the thing is, is that you have to, after you're done blaming whoever you're blaming, figure out what you actually want to do. Figure out how you want to play with your stamps in what's actually going on. So that's it. I'll give another update in a couple weeks. Hopefully uh, everybody will figure out how they want to address their stamp collection during these inflationary times that are coming and uh, drop me an email again. I love getting the emails. Thank you very much for sending these two emails. It gave me something to talk about. Have a very good day. We need your help. Nothing on the internet is free, including our phone and internet connections. So you can support the podcast by joining the Stamp Show Here Today Club. The cost is $10 for a lifetime membership. Please include your APS member number as we are an APS-affiliated club. Your support is greatly appreciated. Our brand new spanking address is 5965 Harrison Drive, Suite 6 in Las Vegas, Nevada, 89120. You left out the word glorious. Fabulous. <laughs> because you don't put that on the letter. Oh. Well, you could. You could, yeah. You could, yeah.
Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from not landing, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun, but now the time has come to go. If this silkcom was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. See you some other time! You have been listening to Stamp Show here today, seeking to advance all levels of the stamp collecting hobby through news, information, and collecting advice. Visit us at stampshowheretoday.com to listen to the show, view images of the items we are talking about, and read the show notes. You can also continue the conversation on Facebook at Stamp Show Here Today and on Twitter at Stamp Show HT. If you have questions or comments about the show or have any topics you would like us to discuss, you can email us at stampshowheretoday at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and as always, keep collecting. Stamp collecting happens when we dream together.